Coming up, I'm going to take the hot seat for a pop quiz that Dave is going to administer to me. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hello and welcome. Marty Neville is the president of Smart Money Solutions. This is Financial Safari. Marty's book is Retirement Smart America. And Marty, that's exactly what he does. Retirement strategies. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. I want to tell you, Marty, we are going to have fun here in this first segment. Not that we don't always have fun in a great conversation on this show. We do. But we don't always play Retirement Family Feud (laughs) with Marty Neville. Actually, with Dave Perkins quizzing Marty Neville. (laughs) Yeah, well. You'll do well. Let's let's see if I can figure it all out, right? Well, actually, you'll do quite well. We're we're actually pulling from a a real survey uh, conducted by the Employee Benefit Research Institute 2023 recently. Some of the results may shock you, uh, but we're going to run through these. I'll run through these, uh, each of the categories in this survey, and just ask you, Marty, to uh, guess which one you think was the top concern among those surveyed. Starting out with 1,011 working American adults surveyed about retirement. Top three answers on the board uh, of those surveyed. What are the top concerns among those worried about their financial future? Is it not having enough money to retire, keeping up with the cost of living or managing debt levels? Marty, what do you think is number one concern? Well, normally I would say number one would be not having enough money to retire. But lately, I would say that keeping up with the inflation and the cost of living and the, the way everything has has spiraled out of control and, and spiked the past uh, year or so, uh, that's that's been uh, uh, one of the biggest concerns that people have have been addressing with me was inflation is a is a big concern and. And, and it kind of goes into being not having enough money. So yeah, they right, kind of right. run, run hand in hand there. Uh, you're right. Not having- I, I, but you're not right. <laughs> because I, in the way I see, the, you are right. But the reason I say you're not right is, and I told you this was going to be slightly shocking. No, actually, I'm... I'm uh, Mr. Mr. Man in there with the sound effects. There you go. Uh, because <laughs> because um, I'm actually, I agree with you. I can't believe inflation isn't top now, but it's again, it's not having enough money to retire, which is really kind of concerning. Well, yeah, I mean, that's one of the big questions I always get. Do I have enough and how much do I need? Uh, that's usually, you know, one of the biggest questions. But people have been concerned about uh, the, the lack of buying power because of inflation and the and the cost of, of everything, everything from food to gasoline, to, you know, maintenance on your car, or supplies at the hardware store. It's just mm-hmm. everything is has jumped in price and and has spiked. If if you could find it, because there's still supply chain supply chain issues right uh, here and there. But uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm not surprised that not having enough money to retire is enough is is the number one. Uh, but it, it kind of goes into where, you know, having that uh, having that p- buying power uh, and inflationary right. pressures that we're all feeling. Well, I mean, and not to say that that, that didn't score a high on this survey because it certainly did. All right. Surveyed 587 working Americans who said they were not confident about their ability, ability to live comfortably throughout retirement. Top five answers on the board for this one. Little, no savings, being unprepared, cannot afford to retire. Inflation, cost of living, rising prices, the economy, recession, government volatility. 
being unemployed or having issues with their job, and a fixed budget and low or no income. What do you think would be number one? Well, you know something, those are all you know good answers that people gave uh, for their top concerns. But I would say uh, the, the, the number one uh, would be not, and it's, it's interesting because I have gotten many calls from people who have not had enough savings. Uh, they couldn't afford to retire. I mean, I had talked to one gentleman recently. He said, I'm going to die in my, in my uh, office chair uh, because, uh, you know, I, I got divorced recently and, and he, he took a big hit and, and he's got to recover from that. So um, little, or, little or no under, underprepared, not having enough savings, uh, they can't afford to retire. Is has been has been something, especially with all those other things that are happening, like inflationary pressures that right. we talked about a minute ago. Uh, you know, the potentially being unemployed because a lot of people lost their jobs during the pandemic, and uh, it's difficult to find a good job today. So all these other things kind of kind of blend into each other. But you know, little or no savings. Uh, being unprepared and can't afford it. So that's that would be my guess is number one. And you would be correct on that. Oh, yeah, that right. was absolutely. And, and that makes sense. And I, and I just want to mention here because I don't know if they asked this question a little bit differently, but I'm just going to throw this down without you guessing. There was a separate survey pretty much asking the same question. Maybe it was just different working Americans. They asked it to. And the number one there was Social Security. And I, wow. I, I was actually really shocked on how high that was, too. And I don't know, are, there, are, we starting, are people starting to just hear and pay attention more to 2033, the challenge there? Or what do you think? Well, a lot of people I've met with have actually said to me, uh, they don't think Social Security is going to be there for them. And, you know, I disagree with that. I think uh, the politicians haven't done anything about it because it's not a crisis yet. And you know how our politicians work. It's got to be a crisis before they, of course, before they address it. Yeah. And uh, it'll be a crisis in twenty, in, you know, thirty. But it's not something that they need to deal with right now. And I have uh, talked to, especially younger clients that I've been working with, and I've been working with quite a few younger clients. And that's one of the things they say to me. Well, I'm not worried. You know, I'm not really counting on Social Security because I don't think it's going to be there for me. And uh, it'll I be disagree. there, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it'll be there. It'll be, it's going to change. They're probably going to change, you know, uh, increase the retirement age. They're probably going to make it more needs based, uh, you know, based on income. Uh, so they're they're going to change things with Social Security. But it's I I, I I'm thoroughly convinced it's not just going to disappear and go away. No, I, I no, I agree. And you know, I and I agree with you on that that they will for especially younger Americans up that retirement age. I just uh, I cringe thinking of what some of the short-term fixes could be because it does run into a crunch time at 2033. Um right. they haven't well, we'll see. Here's here's one thing they should that the that the politicians should do is replace the 2 trillion dollars you borrowed from it. Thank you. Uh, and I think that'll probably help uh, help the uh, situation for for quite some time in the future. I because they, they borrowed that they borrowed two trillion dollars from the from the Social Security trust fund uh, to pay other bills and other pork projects. Mm -hmm. So I think that you know that would be number one in, on my list to think. But then again, where's that two trillion dollars going to come from? Well, they oh, always manage to conjure it up, don't they? Yeah, well, it's, they <laughs> well, just they keep printing it. more money. Right, you keep I know. printing more money, and that print that keeps inflation going. So they can't just you know we're already thirty. 
two thirty-three trillion dollars in debt. If they're going to replace the two trillion in the Social Security fund, there's another two trillion in the debt. Well, I, know. Uh, I know. So that that that's got to be resolved. That that is unsustainable. It is just the just the interest alone on that on the, that debt is is going to be unsustainable. So that has to be addressed sooner than later. No, I, I absolutely absolutely. That was a high number though for Social Security on that one. All right, let's let's do one more at least. We've got six hundred eighty-seven working Americans who had recently made changes to their retirement plan. Plans were surveyed. The uh, top four answers on the board for this one, they increased the amount contributed uh, to their workplace retirement plan. They used a tool or calculator to estimate how much they need to save or used a tool or calculator to determine how to generate income, switched to more conservative investments, or contacted their retirement plan providers, representatives, or service center for advice. Now, all of them were in the survey. Which got the most answers here amongst those? Well, if you contact your 401k provider, they're not going to give you any advice. So, right. So, so they're, right. they're not really, they don't make enough money. They're, they're not, uh, they're not allowed to, in most cases, mm-hmm. give you any advice on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, switch to more conservative instruments. You know, that's, that's an allocation within it is not it. I would say it's probably they increased and a lot of my clients have done this and I've recommended it. I talk about that all the time here on the show is to always increase the amount you're contributing to your retirement plan. The mm. more money you have in retirement. Thank you, David. That's up there. Uh, yeah, that's the there. More money, yeah. Like I've always said, the more money you have in retirement, the happier you'll be. Absolutely. And, and contributing, you know, maxing out those contributions. And just because you max out your contributions to your 401k at work doesn't mean you still can't save money somewhere else. You know, put it in an emergency fund, put it in a, a, a you know, a, a, another savings vehicle, put it into an annuity. You know, just keep saving because, you know, hey, look at look at the answers that we've been dealing with in this segment about, you know, uh, uh, people not having enough money to retire or uh, they're concerned about uh, this, that or the next thing as far as uh, as far as how having enough or or how much do you need. So the more you have in retirement, the more you contribute, the better off you're going to be. Yep. Yep. And uh, of course, when you're past 50 and you've got the opportunity to kick more in. And right. that's that financial red zone. I'm glad to know that was there. That was there at 37%. So that's really good. The last one, we don't have time to have you guess on it, but I'll, I know that you're not going to be surprised and you'll be happy at the answer. And that was, uh, they asked 2,537 working and retired Americans, the top five answers out of, I'm just going to give the number one one here. The question was, who do you trust the most with your finances? And thank goodness more yes. people by a clear majority said a personal professional financial advisor and guess what marty is uh, he is just that a retirement specialist so here's your chance to sit down with someone who knows this phase of your financial life for a comprehensive review at no cost no obligation yes dave i am a personal professional retirement advisor exactly i'm, I'm not yeah. just a financial advisor i do a financial i do estate planning i do tax planning i own a tax company i do a lot of my clients taxes so uh, and i put together uh, guaranteed lifetime income plans and the social security maximization report so give me a call my number is 888-519-9096 and this way we can put together a plan for you 
and, and, and make sure that you have a smooth transition into retirement and, and everything goes the way you want it. You have the income that's sufficient to meet your needs. You have your estate plan in place and your taxes are right where they should be, hopefully lower. <laughs> right. But I, you know, I, and unfortunately I do have a lot of clients that and I tell them your taxes are going to be your biggest problem mm-hmm. because they're, they, they're going to have that kind of income. Uh, it's all, and you know, in most cases it's just federal tax because uh, there's no state tax on retirement income currently. But, uh, you know, it's, it's still important to make sure that your taxes are in line and, and everything is running smoothly and your income is there. So give me a call again. My number is 888-519-9096. And I'll put this, these plans together. They're custom tailored plans. They're, they're long-term plans. They go to at least age 100. And I do this all at no cost or obligation to you. So one last time, here's my number, 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six. I mean, it's certainly uh, to have concerns. It's understandable. You're entering a phase of your life you've never done. Marty's done this a lot with a lot of people who are, he's still retirement partners with. Uh, so get this initial consultation. No cost, no obligation here. Again, it's 888-519-9096. 888-519-9096. Fun start to the show, Marty. What's coming up after the break? Well, if you're within five to 10 years of retirement, it's important to carefully review and adjust your financial plan to ensure a smooth transition into retirement. Like I just said, when we come back, we're going to have some advice and considerations for individuals in this particular phase of their retirement planning. Stay tuned. Financial Safari. We're back with Marty Neville. His book is Retirement Smart America. And that's what Marty's all about, retiring the smart way. The best way for you to enter this phase that who it could be 30 years. It could potentially be as long as you worked. So it's it, you need to make sure that you have not only the best strategies for you, but the best strategies for today. Marty's firm is Smart Money Solutions. And if you're five to 10 years away of retirement, as Marty just said, you are in the financial red zone. Uh, you're getting close. Good time to talk to someone like Marty. A good time to do these things Marty's going to suggest. And, and this is actually something you do with people when they first meet with you, and that's assess their retirement savings. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, how much have you saved? How much are you currently saving if you're still working and making sure that uh, that you have, an, have ample ample savings to meet those needs when you do retire and pull that trigger? You know, my focus is to make sure that the income is going to be sufficient. Uh, the taxes are paid. Uh, but more importantly, the income, you know, and the different sources of income. So you, you might you're obviously going to have 401k and IRAs. Uh, you know, other investment accounts that you have, you might have rental income, interest and dividend income. So there's there's a whole host of different sources of income. And Social Security is one of those also. That's a big part of it. So uh, having all those different sources of income, making sure that your income is going to be great uh, to, to make you comfortable in retirement. That's the key is uh, it's all about income. It's because when you retire, it's all up to you to uh, generate that income stream for yourself for the rest of your life. So, mm-hmm. uh, that's, and it's my job to, to, to look at what you have, how you've, how you've saved and position it properly. So it does provide you with that guaranteed lifetime income stream, 
Uh, just like Social Security, it's a guaranteed lifetime income stream. If you have a pension, that's a guaranteed lifetime income stream. Your IRAs, we've got to make sure that money lasts uh, and take out the right amount at the right time when you when you need it most. So, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I do uh, to put together a, a professional a comprehensive plan, just a custom tailored to your needs. And again, it goes up to age 100. So it's not just some 10 or 15 year plan. Right. Thank it's a, goodness. It's a, yeah. It's a long-term plan that's going to cover you for the rest of your life. Hopefully you'll live to be a hundred and you'll have a good quality of life. Uh, but you know, it's, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's hopeful. And, and I'm, I'm always hopeful that uh, that would happen that way. But the main thing is a good quality of life, but more importantly, having the income to sustain yourself. Yeah. You're helping to take a lot, a lot of that worry too, out of retirement. Uh, and along with a spending plan, uh, and we've talked a lot about having a retirement spending plan. Is that something maybe you should develop when you're in this red zone period, financial red zone before you retire? Absolutely. Everybody I meet with, that's the number one thing I'm doing is I'm putting together a guaranteed lifetime income plan. Uh, so you ha- so we know, you know what to expect. You know what you can anticipate, what your income is going to be. And I factor all your income with inflation. Now, yes, I don't, I, the inflation is on the spending side too, but I'm factoring your income because I want your income to keep growing as you get older. You know, there's mm-hmm. cost of living adjustments on social security, Maybe you have a pension with a cost of living adjustment, uh, but you know having that spending plan in hand to review and update from time to time because you know life happens, things change. Uh, Want to make sure that you're you're comfortable, make sure that everything is is going the, according to the plan, uh, and then you know how, where to put the money, where to put that money, and make sure it's invested properly so it doesn't you know, go away when the market has a volatile year or two like we've been experiencing. Right now. How do you do the balancing act of anticipating retirement expenses for those you work with short term and long term out, you know, 30 in these phase different phases of retirement, 30 plus years? Well, again, because I'm putting inflation on the income side. So this way, your income every year, your income is growing. There's there's not one year that you're not making money. Whether the market does good or not, you're still making money. Now, a lot of the products I use, uh, fixed index annuities, uh, they have they they factor for uh, what the what the indexes do. But they're, you're not in the market. You're following the market, but not in the market. And you have a guaranteed minimum interest that you're going to earn on that account. So at this at even if the market goes down, you're still making money. If the market goes up, you can make more. Uh, so I always want to make sure that your your money is working for you. Uh, because, you know, while you're taking money out, I want you to be making more than you're taking. And that's really an important factor to make sure that your 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 money is growing at the same time you're pulling money out of those accounts because because uh, I, I don't want you to run out, run out of money. Right. So that's why I do what I do. And that's why I use the products that I use, because I get they, these products guarantee that your money's going to keep growing, whether the market does well or not. I hope it does well. I hope the market starts going back up. So this way, everybody that's, uh, you know, that you can make, you know, a ton more money because it's it's people think, well, you know, I don't want to put an annuity. You know, I could lose all my money. Well, that's not true. So th- there's there's a lot of things that people don't realize. They they don't like annuities, but they don't understand them. Right. I mean, it's a contractual thing, right? With the, with the right kind, isn't right. it? Yeah. Right. They're, they're not like your grandmother used to have where, no. you know, you, they get so much money a month. And if they die, the company keeps the rest. And I, I sat down with somebody who recently told me this is what they heard. 
that if they die, the, you know, the, the, they don't get the money. I said, no, it goes to your family. It goes to your beneficiaries. So the full, full account balance goes to your, goes to your, uh, who you want it to go to, uh, instead of the company doesn't keep your money. I would never sell, sell you a product or offer you a product that, uh, the, the insurance company is going to keep your money. That's ridiculous they're making enough money they don't need to <laughs> right and you, to exactly keep yours too right now all right so and i'm it's so good that you factor inflation in but in just looking at general expenses then i'm thinking in terms of short term but i'm also thinking in terms of what you need to put in place in case you need long-term care looking at out-of-pocket health care costs how do you how, how do you work with people to anticipate that well, well a lot of my clients they're able to self-insure uh but i do put out-of-pocket medical expenses on the report. Uh, there's two things I add, you know, travel expenses uh, and out-of-pocket medical expenses. I add that automatically as a separate, as a separate feature. So this way, if you're, uh, if you're going to be uh, getting, if you get sick or you need out-of-pocket medical expenses, that's already accounted for into the plan. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, cause I wanted to put something into that budget to make sure that it's accounted for because invariably you're going to have some out-of-pocket medical. I mean, Medicare doesn't cover everything. And even if you have a good supplement, I have a very good supplement on my plan cause I'm, I'm 66. So I'm on Medicare. Uh, but even my, even with my Medicare supplement, Medicare and the supplement don't cover everything. So invariably I'm going to have out of pocket medical, uh, later in life, you know, you're, you're probably those medical expenses are going to go up, uh, because God forbid you end up in a nursing or a facility. Uh, you know, usually Medicare only covers the first hundred days. Uh, then the rest is either up to you or, uh, or, uh, if you have insurance for that. So there's, there's different ways that you could plan for that. Uh, eventuality. Hopefully, you'll be able to stay at home and be comfortable in your in your uh, final years. But uh, there are ways, and we do have those discussions at our initial consultation. It's uh, and that initial consultation can be scheduled with a call to eight 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 five one nine ninety ninety six. It's eight 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 five one nine ninety ninety six. I'm glad we got time for uh, another question I, I have for you for those to consider doing when they're in that five to ten year financial red zone before retirement. And this is something you work with so many on doing is well, first off, reviewing their investment portfolio and then looking at how do we need to change this for where I am in life. Well, yeah, it's, it's got to be adjusted. You know, most people are used to, okay, they have a 401k at work. Where's the 401k invested? You know, mutual funds mostly. And, uh, you know, the, look at the mutual funds market today. Look at the stock, uh, the stock accounts, you know, that, that mm -hmm. people have been experiencing. They've lost 30, 40, in some cases more of their, of their entire portfolio. And, they're, you know, every 10 years, it seems like we go through this. We went through in 01. We went through it in 08, 09. And here we are again, you know, 10 years later, going through it again with a major correction. Uh, and it's, a lot of it's political. I mean, a lot of it's been, it's been stemming from, you know, the current administration doing all these different things that are that are not good for America in general. And again, I don't want to make this a political show, but politics has a lot to do with what we're experiencing right now. So, uh, yeah, we have to look at what you've done yeah. uh, and, and position you properly. And that's the, that's the important part is positioning you properly, uh, put your money in the right place to make sure that again, you're always making money. You're never losing money. If the market goes down, I don't care. You're still making money. Uh, I, you know, I'm happy for you. I've never had a complaint issued against me because none of my, none of my clients are, are have any, have ever lost a nickel. Uh, so it's really important to put yourself in that position where you're, you're always making money. Your accounts are going up. Uh, 
at all times and, and you can draw that income. You know, if you're going to be drawing, I'll say 4%, you know, I want you to be making more than 4%. And, and in 99% of the cases, my clients are making, you know, 6 to 7% on mm-hmm. their money while they're even taking out the 4%. So it's, 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 it's very gratifying for me because I love what I'm doing. People ask me all the time, are you going to retire? And it's no, I'm not going to retire. I love what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm having a great time. I just opened up, you know, another office in Texas. So in, in, in the Houston area. So I have no intention on retiring. I really enjoy what I'm doing. And, and it's, and it's the really airlines gratifying. are sure hoping you don't retire. <laughs> yeah. Well, keeping them in know, business. Uh, that's true. I do. I do uh, spend a great deal of time going back and forth, but <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Uh, well, that's okay. The financial red zone, that's that five to 10 year period. And I, I, I always latch onto this one age Marty gives a lot and that's the age 55. But if you're close to retirement, there are just some things that there need to start being approached and, and getting ready for that stage of your life. Here's that chance to talk to Marty about it about you a comprehensive review at no cost no obligation absolutely dave when we sit down at my office or even on the phone for the initial consultation depending on how it schedules out it's all about you Uh, the plan is all about you it's all custom tailored to you if you're married you and your spouse so this is all custom tailored It's, it's there's nobody else in the room but you yeah you might have kids and if you have kids that's all wonderful and good but the plan is not about your kids the plan is about you and it's really important to make sure that you've got that plan in hand and in place and you're you're prepared uh, and you know what to expect. So give me a call. My number is 888-519-9096. Call that number and I will get back to you sometime after the show today and we will uh, we'll set up a time to meet whether it's on the phone initially or uh, at the office. I have offices throughout the entire the entire metropolitan area. So call me at 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six, and I'll be happy to put, do this. Uh, put these plans together: the Guaranteed Lifetime Income Plan, in addition to the Social Security Maximization Report, at no cost, no obligation to you. 888-519-9096. That's it. And it's a comprehensive review analyzing what your future tax implications could be to avoid uh, that Social Security maximization report. Most importantly, building in that reliable income stream to take you through retirement, help remove that worry of running fear, running out of money in retirement. 888-519-9096. 888-519-9096. What's up next, Marty? Okay, well, when you've got your 401k, and that's good. When we come back, we're going to dig into why a Roth, to complement it, is just what the retirement doctor may have ordered. Details coming right up. It's Financial Safari and Marty Neville, consumer advocate Dave Perkins here. Marty's the president of the firm Smart Money Solutions. He has already through the years worked with so many, not only in building that plan with them for their retirement, but but the, to be there with them. Certainly reviews are necessary. In fact, he's licensed in over 19 states. He talks about having offices in his home bases of Chicago and Houston, but other states as well, because uh, people he works with, they don't want to lose that relationship and partnership with him. 
him. So he'll pick up a license to where they move their new state. Uh, this is something that I know is one of your favorite topics uh, because it's how to play the tax game properly in retirement. We're looking at the Roth IRA and some of the benefits of at least you know, giving it a look. And I know, Marty, you'll answer people's questions on Roth IRA. So I guess basically, let's, let's just start with the, the beautiful nature of this. And that's when you put these two words together, then it makes a magical sound tax free. Yeah, yeah, that helps. I love tax free. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're but you're you're making the contributions to the Roth, obviously, uh, after tax with after tax dollars. So obviously, there's no tax advantage by putting the money into a Roth currently. The tax advantage comes later uh, when you retire. You can everything you've contributed and everything that that account has made, everything you make and everything you take is tax free. So that's that's the beauty part about having some money in a Roth. Uh, you know, there's there's a tax advantage with the traditional uh, 401k and IRAs by you get a tax write off, you get a tax deduction. It comes off of your income pre-tax. So, but a, but a Roth, uh, it's 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 one of the lesser known facts about a Roth is that in a pinch, if you have you know a, an emergency or something comes up in life, you can actually uh, borrow the money, you can withdraw the contributions that you've made, not the interest that it made, but the contributions that you've made to a Roth. So you can take that and they're not, and there's no tax consequence by doing that. Cause you so paid a it. Roth, right, right. You already paid the tax, but if you can't take the interest out early, but you can take the contributions out. Uh, I, you know, for younger clients, I usually recommend definitely doing the Roth because uh, if you're older, if you're in your 60s or 50, late 50s or whatever the case might be, you usually can't contribute enough to the Roth, you know, while the, before the time you retire where it makes enough of a difference. So uh, I usually recommend uh, for the older clients that I deal with, you know, 50s and 60s to keep doing the traditional. But the younger clients, you know, if you're in your early 50s and 40s, even in earlier 30s, I would definitely uh, think about doing the, at least a partial uh, into the Roth uh, contrib contributions into the Roth. I have an analogy that I came up with, especially for younger people doing a Roth IRA. And here it is. I'll tell you real quick. Uh, you know, if you cook on, in the crock pot and then you leave, you prepare it that night before or that morning and then go to work and it's just slow cooking in there all day long. And you get home and that beautiful, delicious smelling dinner ready for you. And, and that's what a Roth IRA is like, especially for younger people. The beautiful thing is with a Roth IRA, when you sit down at the table, you don't have uncle Sam sitting at the table with you eating out Correct. of that crock pot. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's, it's all yours. And he's not sitting that's there right. at the table with a fork and a knife and one, and one, and one hand one right. or the other uh yeah. pounding on the table bring the food but uh but it's so it's such a great thing for young people you're right and on that being able to take out contributions in a pinch the key word as you said is contributions that five-year wait it replies to the earnings on that yes i wouldn't i would not recommend it it's not you know something that, that i suggest but in an emergency uh you can you can take out the contributions that you've, you can't take out the earnings uh, but you could take out the contributions, yeah, you know, if, yeah. if you have a, a life event or something like that. And this at the same time, a traditional 401k, you know, a lot of companies allow you to, to, to take out loans. Uh, and that's that's repaid via 
a payroll deduction, uh, and but there's no tax advantage by repaying that. Obviously, you're not. It's not coming off of your income pre-tax to right. to put it back in to put to put the money back in uh, that you borrowed. But so there's there are other things other things available to you. But a Roth is has got that that one advantage most people don't know about. Uh, but yes, for the younger crowd, definitely should contribute some, if not all, to the 401k, mm-hmm. uh, Roth 401k. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're a little bit older, you know, let's have a discussion about it and, and see what, what which way is going to be best for you. Well, that's the thing. And Marty will talk to you about it. 888-519-9096. 888-519-9096. Here's another advantage. And you can explain how Social Security could be subject to taxation and the formula for that. But the great thing is Roth IRA does not factor into that equation. Right. Well, yeah, because because the Roth is a tax free distribution. So when you start taking Roth, it has no effect on Social Security. It's not classified as part of your income. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, normally your Social Security, depending on your income, uh, up to 85 percent of the benefits are taxable as ordinary income. Uh, but once if, if you have a Roth and you're taking money from a Roth, that's not classified as part of your income stream. So it doesn't affect Social Security, which is which is an, a huge advantage in, a, in most cases. So, you know, Roth distributions aren't covered in the provisional income formula uh, because they're not taxable. So so it's not classified as, a, as an income. But wait, there's more. RMDs. Yeah, required (laughs) minimum distributions. The age is now 73. Guess what? Roth IRA, not necessary. Yeah, Roth Roth IRAs, there's there's no required distribution. And starting next year in 2024, uh, Roth 401ks, because currently the way the the rules are written, uh, Roth 401k, you have to take a distribution at 73. Makes no sense. yeah, right. I know That's, it doesn't make yeah. any sense, but but they've they've corrected that uh, with Secure Act 2.0, and uh, starting in 2024, you will not have to take any any distributions from a Roth okay. 401k. There's no RMD requirement. So that's, that's a, that they finally corrected that problem after yeah. all these years. Yeah, it absolutely made no sense on that. But hey, here's another thing too. Um, if you're a non-spousal um, beneficiary of someone's Roth IRA. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Marty, you still, the the new Secure Act 10 point, got to get it out in 10 years, I should say, rule applies. But then again, but there's no taxes though, right? I know. I know. It uh, it doesn't make any sense. They haven't corrected that situation yet. You still got to get it out in 10 years. It's it's still classified as an inherited IRA. Even though it's a Roth, it's an inherited Roth IRA, they still have to take distributions within 10 years. Now, normally, on a traditional IRA or traditional 401k that somebody inherits, you know, the the reason the government did that was they didn't want to wait. It used to be lifetime. It used to be a stretch stretch IRA. Yeah. And it was it was for somebody's lifetime. They, they they could take a little bit out every year for their entire life. Well, the government decided they didn't want to wait their lifetime, but <laughs> so yeah, they right. changed the rules and they made it ten years. So you have to pay tax. But they again they haven't corrected the problems uh, with the Roth because even though there's no tax consequence, it still has to be spent down and distributed within a ten year period. This might be a dumb question, but is there still though? Do you still even with that ten year period required on the Roth IRA for non spousal beneficiaries? Or maybe it doesn't. Does it not bump you into a higher tax bracket, or how does that work? 
No, there's no tax. There's no, it's been paid. So, it's been paid. It's been paid. So there's, so there's, re, there's, there's no there's, reason to have to take it out in 10 years. So so if somebody inherits a Roth IRA, they can do that the day, you know, the first day after after the death of their loved one. Uh, and, and so the 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 10 year period has already been accomplished within that first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so they don't have to worry about it and they could just continue it as a Roth. And now it's an inherited Roth, but okay. it's in their name. They could take it as they see fit. There's still no tax consequence. I guess it really doesn't gonna, matter. Then. It doesn't hurt them at all. Right. You have to yeah. It's it a, there's, there's no, there's no consequence whatsoever. It's right. Just, yeah. It's just a, a ridiculous rule that the, uh, <laughs> yeah, needless, yeah. gee, what a surprise. The government has crazy rules. I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> said what sarcastically, a surprise. right? <laughs> yes. Wow. You know what it seems to me, though? I mean, we've talked about this before, that going Roth now is really, uh, yeah, you gotta, you don't get the tax benefit now, but that tax pain could hurt more later in where tax rates could go. Right, because they're they're talking about, this, this administration is talking about, you know, raising taxes to, you know, out of out of sight, uh, corporate taxes, personal taxes, income taxes, uh, every kind of tax you can imagine. They were they're gonna they're gonna try to mm-hmm. uh, pass it through and, and increase taxes. So yes, that's true. With a Roth, you're paying you're paying the tax at current rates, which is lower, and you don't have to worry uh, in the future that uh, that you got to take a distribution and pay taxes on those distributions. Right. So you know it's it's a double-edged sword because a traditional 401k obviously there's a there's a huge tax advantage. You know, so if you're over 50 and you're contributing $30,000, that's $30,000 uh, that's the maximum obviously with the catch-up provision, but $30,000 coming off of your income, coming off of your salaried income. So there there's a there's a huge advantage to doing that. Because it's thirty thousand dollars in non-tax, you know, in pre-tax income that's coming off of there, so that's that's saving you a lot of money in income taxes. Yeah. Uh, you know, on the other side of the coin, uh, you know, having having that tax-free income later in life is also an advantage. And there's nothing I like more than tax-free income. So, uh, you know, there, there's there's advantages both ways. So. You know, it's all it's all you got to figure out what's best for you. What's your income? How much can you contribute? What's going to be the the best advantage? Which way is best to go for you in your specific situation? Let's look at it in all ways of your retirement planning. Sit down with Marty at no cost, no obligation. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll put together these plans. We'll have these discussions. We'll talk about what's what's going to be best for you short term and long term. The number to call me is 888-519-9096. We'll put together a plan for you, the Guaranteed Lifetime Income Plan, the Social Security Maximization Report, and make sure that things go smoothly. You have a great transition into retirement, and life is going to be good. So <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's you know, life is going to happen. I mean, you know, things happen. I mean, my, my oldest daughter is going to have a baby in a few months. So, yeah. you know, that's a big life-changing event for me and her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, you know, it's, her, it's my first grandchild and it's it's her first child first child okay so, so yeah so uh so that life happens and 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 you want to be prepared for it so give me a call so we can prepare you for it 888-519-9096 and a chance to sit down and talk about your retirement get a look at it what could it look like what what would be the best strategies for you in building in that income and more with marty he'll lay it out 888-519-9096 888-519-9096 i hold in my hand questions marty 
And you know who they're from. <laughs> yes, yes. We have, uh, again, every week we answer listener questions, and this is no, no exception. Stay tuned. We got plenty to answer. It's Smart Money Solutions. That's his firm, and he is the president of this firm. His book is Retirement Smart America. Our get-together we've done for years here, it's called Financial Safari with Marty Neville, talking retirement planning. That's what he does. That's his area of specialty. I want to tell you real quick, and again, congratulations to you, Marty, becoming a, a grandfather for the first time in two years, and your your daughter becoming a mother for the first time in her life. What did I say? for In two months, I should say. Yeah, your daughter yeah. becoming, not two years, uh, your daughter becoming a mother for the first time in two months. Uh, my um, my parents, I was the youngest uh, sibling, so I became an uncle at six. So my ba- grand, <laughs> I, they had a six-year-old <laughs> wow. when they became grandparents. And I always joke that the only childhood pictures of me from six on are just very blurred pictures of me if I happen to be walking through the background of them and <laughs> taking pictures of my older niece. Uh, right. but, uh, can you imagine having a six-year-old child and becoming a grandparent? Wow. Uh, Josephine, I want to get this in first. I think it's a quick answer. I just want to make sure we get it in. She says she wants to start taking her Social Security benefits at 63. Uh, Her estimated monthly benefit, she says, is 2,300 a month. She says, if I stop working next year at 60, but still take the benefits at 63, will I still receive that 2,300 or could it be reduced? In other words, is Social Security contingent on you working up until the point you apply for benefits? No. Uh, you know, you're, you're not going to be contributing. If you continue to work, the benefits will probably be more than 2,300 because you're still contributing to the system. But if you, if you were, if you stop working at 60, you'll still get that same benefit that you're, uh, that you know about that $2,300. It just won't increase because you're not, you're not contributing to the system. So, uh, they don't, that, yes, it is contingent, uh, initially or, you know, early on, obviously they look at the, the high 35, they look at the high, your highest 35 years mm-hmm. and that's how they determine the benefit. But, uh, but you don't have to work. If you want to retire at 60, if you can afford to retire at 60 and you have sufficient other sources of income to sustain yourself, that's, that's wonderful. Uh, but yeah, Social Security. And another question I would have is, what about healthcare? Don't forget, healthcare, you know, uh, Medicaid, Medicare doesn't kick in until sixty-five. Right. So if you stop work at sixty, what are you going to do for five years for health insurance? And and does your company offer that as a benefit when you retire? Or are you going to have to buy that separately and pay the premiums every month? It could be very expensive, Josephine. So I would, you know, I would. That would be another. Uh, deciding factor is is health insurance for for that five year period between sixty and sixty five. Yeah, you can take your Social Security early. It is a reduced benefit. Don't don't you know forget about that. It's a reduced benefit. It's a permanent decision. But uh, think about the other consequences as well, specifically health insurance. And I want to mention too, Josephine. Obviously, thanks for listening. If you want to come talk more about uh, Marty and and looking at what strategies could help get you into that period of your life and what to consider, eight 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 five one nine ninety ninety six eight eight eight. 
519-9096. I wanted to make sure we got Josephine's question answered because we could probably do a whole show on Felix here. And, and not to say that it's bad. Uh, Felix has done a lot of good stuff here. Uh, he says, I'm 64, getting ready to retire in one year. I owe approximately 165000 on my house and no other debt. I have close to 850000 in retirement savings, 2200 a month from a pension, approximately 2300 a month in Social Security benefits, 300 a month from my ex-wife's pension, and I drive Uber <laughs> for approximately 1500 a month, and he obviously enjoys doing that. Uh, and his question is this, does it make sense to pay off my house at the time I retire? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. Uh, really? Don't do it. That's his don't only debt. Maybe house. he just doesn't like having yeah. debt. I don't know. Well, you know, that's good debt. Yeah, that's, right. That's good debt, to Dave. You know, I, we've talked about this how many times on the show before. I, I think having a mortgage, you want to have an encumbrance. You want to have a lien on the house. Uh, you know, for estate planning purposes, God forbid you go to a nursing home. Uh, you know, so you want to have you want to have your house. You don't want to have your house free and clear. You want to have a mortgage on your house. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an, a, another reason would be, uh, you know, I'm sure you've there's it could be a tax advantage. You know, you're writing off that interest and the property taxes on that from that mortgage. Uh, another reason is I'm sure you've heard these stories about uh, people hacking into the county uh, uh, websites and changing the names on deeds that are free and clear. They don't have a mortgage. They don't have any other liens on them. So the, they, the people can, you, you know, I guess, I don't know how to do it, but these hackers do, and they've been changing the names on deeds, and all of a sudden they're selling your house. What? And you get somebody, yeah. I, I mean, know you've happened. talked I mean, about that before. Is, is that something that's happening more now? or? Well, you know, I mean, these hackers, you know, they're, they're getting creative. So if you could change the name on, on the deed to somebody else and then go and sell the house, guess who gets the money? The right. hacker. Yeah. So oh, that, my goodness. Yeah. So next next thing you know, you're getting a notice to, to get out of your house. And she's like, you paid all those years for your house. Certainly, you yeah, can so, clear that up, I hope. You well, know, yeah, it, that takes a major, major undertaking. It's a headache, that up. a major headache. But yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't want that headache. That's why I say exactly. okay, if you yeah. have a mortgage, if you don't have a mortgage, have a home equity line of credit on your house. Because as long as there's a lien against it, mm -hmm. uh, those hackers can't change the change the deed because there's a there's a lien against the property either from a home equity line of credit or a, a traditional mortgage of some kind. So uh, that's that's why I say, yeah, don't pay off your mortgage. It's, it's as long as you can afford. It sounds like you have have well uh, ample money to uh, to be able to pay for your hundred sixty five thousand dollar mortgage. I I just did a quick scan and. You're right. It seems to be something happening. Uh, yeah. that's, that's amazing. You know what? It's, Isn't this guy in good shape? Because you know what I'm thinking? I think I did some quick math here. And I, I pulled the Uber out. And I think he's at like 4800 4, a month, maybe a little more um, right there. And that's not counting what could be done with that 850000 in retirement savings. Right. That he, right. He well, has. plus plus the fifteen hundred he's making uh, driving an Uber. Right. I, I kind of. So. I yeah. I mean, if you add that in, yeah, he's even better shape. I I figure he that's just a hobby for him because he's right. In good and shape. I like the fact that he's going to retire next year when he turns sixty five, so Medicare kicks yes. in. Yes. So that's 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 smart. You know, Josephine, I would uh, you know she heard the questioner before Felix. Uh, I would say she should possibly, depending on the situation, she should possibly reconsider retiring at 60, uh, you know, but, but, you know, Felix, you're going to retire. You're 64. Currently you're going to retire in a year. You're going to be Medicare age. You're going to be covered. 
so that's not going to be a worry. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like you're, it sounds like you're well on your way to, to, a, to a real, uh, a fruitful retirement and, uh, good for you. Congratulations. Give me a call so we can talk about where to put that 850 you have in retirement savings to make sure that it doesn't get, uh, you know, evaporate because of market that, volatility. That's right. Or taxes or it's so much to consider there with that, but, uh, using that to build in that second pension for Felix, maybe. Yes. With that. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. Cause he's going to have to live on that money. Uh, you know, eventually he's going to have to take a distribution from that you know, in, when he turns 73. So he's got nine years before he has to start taking distributions from that. And I'm not sure when the, when the age starts going up, I, I, is it, you know, I forgot what it's eventually going up to 75. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For the it, RMDs, it will though. It'll cap out at that at some point. It'll cap right. out at 75, but it's, it's a gradual increase until secure act 3.0. <laughs> Who yeah. knows? I don't yeah. know. I don't know anything of that. Hey, we do have a minute here and uh, George kind of serves up a softball to you here with this one. He says, I have a pension that kicks in at 57. I'm 55. Now I also have a 450, 457 deferred compensation plan I contribute to. My question is, would it be a good idea to contribute to a Roth IRA as well? Having tax-free money later on sounds like a good idea. Well, yeah, you know, we talked about this last segment about Roth, but, you know, seeing as you're retiring in two years, uh, you can't really contribute enough to make any kind of a big difference. Oh, I so, wasn't expecting that. Okay, good point, yeah, though. I, yeah. I mean, you're, you're 50, you're, you know, your pension kicks in, you're 55, you're, it sounds like you're going to retire. I, it's, obviously, you have a government job because you have a 457. Uh, so I don't know if you're on the federal side or if you're on the, the municipal side. Uh, but if you're on the federal side and you're law enforcement, you have to retire at 57. So I'm, 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 you know, not sure. But uh, it sounds like you know you can't contribute enough to really make a difference. And I'd rather see you contribute to the traditional 457 because again, it's coming off of your income pre-tax. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a huge advantage. Uh, having tax-free money sounds good. You yes, threw me a curveball. I thought, yeah. that. <laughs> but but you're making a really good point though. Yeah, he's, he's if he retires in two years when his pension kicks in, uh, he, you know how much can he contribute? Okay, he contributes sixty thousand dollars to a Roth in two years, mm -hmm. but then he's he's going to see his taxes go sky high because he's going to he's going to take his contributions from the traditional and switch it to the Roth. Now be, now it's not a pre tax contribution; it's an after tax contribution. Right. So his tax liability is going to go up by thirty thousand a year. Okay, all right. There, hey, there you go. Thank you so much for the questions this week. Thanks so much for listening. And you listen to the show. You know how to get in touch with Marty. But for you listening, if things are resonating with you, here's another opportunity limited to sit down with Marty at no cost, no obligation. Yes, sir. For the last 10 listeners who call in today at 888-519-9096, I will call you back sometime today and we will set up a time to meet either on the phone or at the office I uh, have offices throughout the entire area. So for the last 10 that call in, we'll set up a time to meet. We'll put together these the guaranteed lifetime income plan in addition to the Social Security Maximization Report and make sure you have a smooth transition. Bear in mind, I am a couple weeks out. Uh, my schedule is pretty busy, so I am a couple weeks out, uh, both in Houston and in Chicago. Uh, but give me a call so we we can uh, figure out this. You know, I do have cancellations from time to time, so we can fit you in. As, as as is appropriate. So and our, our schedules have to kind of match together too. So 888-519-9096 is my number. Call that number. You'll hear my voice on it. Leave me a short message, your name and phone number, 
and I will call you back sometime today and we'll put together these plans for you, custom tailored at no cost or obligation, 888-519-9096. And you just heard Marty talking strategies here, as he does every week on the show. What are the best for you? And, uh, well, the end goal definitely is to build in that income in your retirement and proper protective components and forward-looking tax strategies and all of that. So what makes this comprehensive? 888-519-9096. Again, 888-519-9096. Thanks so much for joining us next week. Same time, we're back. Hope you're with us for Financial Safari. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.